Hello, Chefitos, and welcome to our very first ChefCast of the semester. This week, we will be talking about UF's online transition with a little help from special Shepito guest stars. But before we get into that, here's a recap of current Shep news. Get ready for Shep National Convention. Early registration ends on September 30th, this Wednesday, at a cost of $200. Get your early bird tickets now to avoid the late registration cost. Remember, that you can be paid back the expenses through SHEP reimbursements by gaining points through events and volunteering throughout the semester. In addition, remember to sign up for the SHEP UF and Papaya webinar with NASA and Google. You might have the chance of winning a free ticket for convention. I am signing up for the Papaya stuff right now. I love me some free money. And who are we? Well, we are your hosts, SHEP Anonymous number one and SHEP Anonymous number two. But all right, let's get to the nitty gritty. What has been the reason for you failing your classes? Well, not failed, but like when I did struggle with a class, it's because I wouldn't put the attention it deserves. So like I would go out instead of studying. <laughs> I would start, uh, I would study pretty hard, but like, Sometimes I study so much that when I get to the exam, I'm like super fried. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it just doesn't end up good, even though I study really hard. So like, I remember my freshman year, whoa, <laughs> I would not stop studying. I would just keep going at it. And what I've learned through the past couple of years is that it's good to take a couple of breaks, you know, have a breather, sleep your eight hours, don't pull an all-nighter. I mean, if you really have to go ahead, but it's it's good to, get those eight hours of sleep in, review a little bit before the exam, and then take it so you have all the energy and you can put your all into the exam to really know that you got that A instead of like just going at it with like four cans of bang. <sighs> at me. <laughs> all right, well, well, let me, let me set the scene. Let me, let me set the scene. <laughs> so let's just say that you have a final coming up or an exam that's gonna be really hard and you know that it's really hard and you haven't studied, you have two days, you know that no matter how much effort you're gonna put into studying, you're gonna fail. But at the same time, it is a, let's say it's a Friday night or a Thursday night and your friends invited you to go out. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna spend your time studying for an exam you're gonna fail anyways? Or are you gonna go out? But if you end up studying really well, you know, you do that effort, you do your practice problems. There's always that what if. What if you do all that and you fail anyways? Then, then you look like a big fat clown. See, like, I know when I'm going to do good on an exam and when I'm just, I'm going to do bad. And, you know, when it, you I've reached that point of no return, when it's just too late to start studying for an exam, then, you know, I'm just going to write it out. I'm going to enjoy that time 
going out or spending with my friends or watching TV, whatever, instead of basking in a pool of sweat and tears and regret. But then, of course, we come back, we come back from that, we learn from our mistakes, and the next exam, you start studying way in advance and you actually start doing your things. That's just what I, <laughs> that's just what I think. Um, Obviously, don't like, don't be like, oh, you know, Shop Anonymous number one told me that, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna fail anyway, so let me not study. <laughs> like, no, okay, like, you take it as as you as you want. I think what Shop Anonymous one is saying, everyone, is that relish your time at college, have your fun, and also make time to do good on your exams and study, because we all know how those classes could get. Have your fun but then make sure to come back home, get some sleep, wake up the next morning and try to study at least. Or if you can't, you take that L and the next time you make it into a W. Well, I'm excited to hear more about this from our experience, Chefitos. Joining us now is Isabella Campo and Leila Marrero. Isabella is a fourth year industrial systems and engineering major and Leila is a fourth year biomedical engineering student. We're glad to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. So engineering classes are pretty notorious for being difficult. We were wondering what has been one of the most fun engineering readout classes that you have taken. I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say Calc 2. So I really liked it um, compared to other calculus <laughs> classes. Um, so Calc 2, it was a, it was definitely a hard semester when I took Calc 2, but um, like I said, like I, it just clicked with me very well. Um, but then Calc 3, if we want to go on the other spectrum, Calc 3 was the worst class, like the worst weed out class ever. So we have the both sides. I don't know. I feel like it depends, it depends on like how you work. Like in the case of like, for me, the theory behind Calc 2 was just better or like more like something I could grasp compared to like Calc 3. I just couldn't see it. I feel like the most or like the funnest class I've had um, maybe it was Calc 1 for me. Like first semester at UF, it was Calc 1. That's where I met um, Leida. I met uh, Jose Torres. My roommates, like basically that's where I met them and I met a bunch of people. And ever since then we've moved um, to all classes together. So that was the start of like my group and my study group and um, a lot of people I met in engineering and then the hardest class definitely called three mm -hmm. I don't I don't like it I would never take it again let's elaborate a little bit on why we hate Calc 3 so much so it actually has to do with Shep <laughs> so oh, um, that's the first year, it's the first year that Isa and I went to Shep conference oh. so Shep conference was around the time that our third Calc 3 exam was so we had to um, do a makeup for our Calc 3 exam. <laughs> Jose Torres was also with us and I explicitly remember being in the testing room for that makeup and just letting go of my pencil because I had no idea what was going on. And I, same, I just remember like, I looked around, made eye contact with Jose, made eye contact with Leda, and I was like, <laughs> we have two hours left, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> but, Turns out that I was like multiple choice. I was like, C. It's all I was C. like all C's or all B's. I don't care. I was like, your chances just go and like choose the same one. You have better chances of like getting 
um, yeah. more correct if you do that. But then turns out like no shame at all. I remember I got a 50 on that exam. <laughs> I don't care. Yes, I got my worst grade at UF has been, uh, was like my worst grade ever has been called three. No shame either. I'm on my fourth year. We're graduating, hopefully. That's <laughs> far, behind. <laughs> far behind this. We learned it. Haven't applied it to any of my classes. Absolutely nothing. No, no ever, <laughs> no saddle, no two sheet thing. Never, ever again saw it. Exactly. Hopefully I won't see it. <laughs> I'm sure many of us listening have second guessed our majors just because we think that our classes will only keep getting harder and harder. I know I have. Could you tell us a little bit more about the transition between these weed out classes and your more major specific courses? Yeah, so um, definitely I think that we can say that upper level classes are more interesting to us because they are more uh, concentrated on exactly what our major is. Um, you know, the basic classes is something that everybody has to take regardless, some of them regardless of if you're engineering or not. Um, so it's very general, but it's really cool to see some of those concepts most of those concepts applied into these upper level classes. Um, I would definitely say to like any people coming up, like taking all these weed out classes now, like don't just try to like pass the class, you know, like memorize things and, and just try to actually learn because when you're dealing with like calculus and when you're dealing with like the general chemistries, the physics, like they will come back up um, in upper level classes. Like, Physics, like, I think that every single of my classes that has had, um, any, of, any of my upper level classes have had um, chemistry concepts, and I think all of them. So um, I, read, I really, really recommend to, like, not throw away those notebooks. Make sure that you're actually, oh, like, sure. trying to go to office hours or, like, actually trying to learn it. Like, it's not all about, like, getting the A. Like, yeah, if you understand it more, you will definitely get the A. <laughs> so that's me. Yeah, um, well, that's later from like the biomedical point of view. I definitely see like how she has like chemistry concepts and stuff. And in my case, like as an industrial systems, Calc 2 is everywhere. Um, stats, you take two stats class classes and all of them are integral derivatives um, to the, like the point that review that. Good thing I kept all my notebooks, I kept all my like work. Um, so definitely do that. I think that the best way to succeed also is to find a group of people to motivate you. Um, God knows I found these people and I, when I didn't understand something, some of them um, understood and they would just explain it. Plus they make you study, you know, like when you see another person studying from the same class, you're like, okay, we got to study. Um, huh? Like Leida said, definitely learn. Definitely learn, not try to like memorize and just pass the class or be like, oh, my GPA, my GPA, gotta keep uh, my GPA. Let me tell you, like, yes, your GPA is important if you have long-term long goals like med school, dentistry school, um, I don't know, like other um, degrees besides your bachelor's. Yes, it is important, but in the end, not after college, when you graduate college, no one's gonna, you're not gonna go into the job force and be like, oh, I graduated with 3.96 GPA. No, no one's gonna tell you how, what do you get on Calc 3. Just try to learn, um, do as much as you can. Also, like, get involved, do your thing. But if you get a bad grade, it doesn't mean that the world is ending and that you're not gonna achieve 
your your goals. That's really good advice, guys. I think it's pretty important to get involved with organizations such as SHEP that will help you meet friends who can help you through your classes because teamwork really does make the dream work. Well, with that being said, thank you for being with us. And it was great to have you on. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having us. And we hope to know who you are soon. Um, it was a great <laughs> conversation and thank you guys. Honestly, if it wasn't for the friends I've made in SHEP, I don't think I would have made it this far. What has been your favorite SHEP memory? Um, well, I think it had to be the mentorship retreat where, if I remember correctly, we all got in our kayaks and we started racing around Lake Wahlberg. Um, it was really fun and I remember half of us just falling into the water. It's a good thing you didn't fall into our water because there's probably gators in there and you don't know how to swim. Oh, word, you didn't have to expose me like that. What's your favorite memory? So mine has to be tabling with Melody and the other Shepitos in Turlington. I think it was super fun to promote, you know, Shep while playing around with the soccer ball and almost hitting people. Speaking of tabling, joining us now is the queen of tabling, Melody Morales with the queen of aerospace, Lucia Pusiarelli. So Lucy is a third year mechanical and aerospace engineer and Melody is a second year material science and engineering major. Thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. <laughs> so to start off, what have been the most difficult engineering readout classes you guys have taken? For me, physics two, hundred percent, and calc two. Now I remember taking physics two in person, and it was already pretty difficult. I can't imagine taking it online. So how have you guys taken your readout classes? So I did both. <laughs> physics two, I dropped it in person, and then retook it online. So I've been mm. both realms of the physics two um, course. You have the best of both worlds. The best of both worlds, exactly. Um, for me, I started Calc 2 in person and then COVID hit. So then I finished it online. But personally, I liked it better online because the lectures were pre-recorded and I just didn't vibe with how the professor in person would just like write stuff anywhere on the paper. And like Calc 2 was already confusing. And then it was like a riddle. And I was like, no way. So I just liked how the pre-recorded lectures were straight to the point. There were no errors or anything like that where they backtracked. So I really liked that. And I could like pause and go back. I'm just a big advocate for online. I do agree for physics too. Online was much, much, much better. I think the professor was also better for online. But the pre-recorded lectures 100% helped because for the physics two live lectures, I would, if you miss the first, you miss the thing they say in the beginning and you're lost the whole class. So at least online, you can pause, look stuff up, look in your book and then keep going. So yeah, I enjoyed online. Oh, I was not expecting you to say that. I thought taking classes online would have been a little bit harder. I think it was pretty, pretty okay. At least for weed out classes, I enjoy online. I also get distracted when there's like 400, 500 people in an auditorium and I'm just sitting there and I just look at the person's computer in front of me or I look at the person sending a really angry text to someone or I just, you know, I get distracted. Yeah, no, and for me, there's always at least like three other shepitos in my weed out classes and we'll just sit next to each other and complain the entire time. And now we're complaining that we don't understand anything because we weren't paying attention. 
Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I think it's much better to watch the lectures at whatever time I want instead of having to wake up super early and not even making it to class half of the time. I started physics one just like Calc 2. I started in person and then COVID, so then I finished online. And I did, like, I understood things better online. I'm not going to say I did better because that's a lie. But I understood things better when it was online. Yeah, physics to lab is ridiculous. From what I remember, it's so difficult to wake up so early in the morning. What tips do you have for Shepitos who are about to take physics lab? UTA, I don't know about how physics one lab usually is. I haven't taken physics two lab because it's so hard to get. But physics one lab for me was basically graded on completion. And like, also like you only have, if you completed like 80% of it, she'd probably give you a perfect score. So I like really like my TA and I asked her like valid questions. So I kind of learned. Um, I just, I think you should become friends with your TA. Yeah, I agree. And there's not, there's not much you can do about partners. Cause like for us, at least we switch partners every week. I would say at least for physics too, for my TA, when I took it, the, the, um, he graded it. It was either like an A or an F, like there was none in between. So like yeah. you had to absolutely leave everything empty to get an F. Um, so really you're going to get a good grade in physics lab realistically. But my advice would be like just to get out of there quicker because you don't want to be there the whole two periods. It's a lot. Read the lab beforehand and just get just get introduced to it a little bit because just a bit. It just makes things go by so much quicker. I didn't realize that till like halfway through the semester. And I was leaving like half an hour early every time after that by reading them beforehand. Just to the little instructions. They're not, it's not necessarily hard, but. Yeah, and definitely try to complete like the comprehension questions before you get to lab, because those aren't fun to figure out while you're in lab. I mean, you're probably gonna like Google the content anyway, cause it's kind of like tough comprehension questions. So you might as well do it beforehand and then understand it while you're doing the experiment. But physics lab is, is not that bad. The, hard, the hardest thing about physics lab is honestly getting the class. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the Shepcast. Always. Um, so speaking of physics, I know some people that have opted out of taking it at UF and instead have taken it at a community college. Oh, yeah. Some people prefer this because you could get much more attention and feedback with the professor and your classmates. But if you are a UF student, it's pretty difficult for an advisor to let you take classes somewhere else. How do you think these students did it? Well, from my knowledge, if there are no spots left in a UF physics class and your critical tracking requires you to take it, then your academic advisor might just let it slide. The key is to be really good friends and charm your academic advisor. So speaking of charming, Joining us now is fourth year computer science and engineering major, Jonathan Morales. Jonathan, thanks for being here. Boris, very exciting. So we have some questions that Shapitos want you to answer. The first one says, hi, I'm a first year engineering student at the University of Florida. How do I know when it's better to drop a class versus studying hard for the final and risking to fail it? Freshman year, first semester, I know it's hard for so many students. And I know it was terrible for me. I wanted to drop out. I literally wanted to go home. I called my mom and this was after my first round of exams. I failed all my exams my first round because I thought it was still high school. You know, I was, I was chilling, vibing with the, with the roomies in the dorms, you know, classic freshman year. And then what ended up happening was I really had to turn up after those first round of exams and I pulled through. 
But there's been times, for example, in physics, especially at UF, um, for any of you that haven't taken it and for those that have taken it, um, if you haven't taken it, you'll know. And if you've taken it, you know <laughs> um, that these classes are very, very difficult. Those were, for me, very strong weed out classes. I would say physics one more than physics two. Physics two, I only took notes first week for syllabus week, and then I didn't take notes after that. Don't know how I passed. I was really living on the edge. But um, there were points like before my like final exam deadline. And the real decider there is, do I know within myself that I can put in the effort and put in the work? Do I know that I haven't been putting the effort in? And do I know that I can put in the effort in to do well in this last exam, right? That's true. But also at the end of the day, if you're really struggling, I personally think it's better to get those A's in your other classes and have that one W rather than getting straight C's and risk failing that semester. Well, Jonathan, the next question is, have you ever had to drop a class and how did you go through that process? So my story comes from honor court. Very scary for many students. Sometimes people get lazy, you procrastinate a lot. Especially if you're in computer science, you'll be like, the easiest thing to do is, you know, I got a friend that finished the project. Let me just, you know, look at his code and let me just peek his code, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you right now, not a great idea. Honor Corps is, is not as scary as it sounds, but definitely don't put yourself in a situation. I definitely got lucky for my first offense. Um, but in this class, I did not have the required hardware. So I didn't have a Windows computer for this class. I have a Mac. I didn't feel like dual booting it and doing all that stuff. So I was like, you know, I got a friend. I'm not going to name his name. Uh, but many of you might know him. But <laughs> uh, I have a friend that was also in that class with me. And I was like, yo, you know, I don't have a Windows computer. You mind if I just take your code and just, you know, rename some variables? Classic, classic comp okay. site. And what ended up happening was he was like, yeah, 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 let's do it. We ended up doing that for about, I think it was two projects and three exercises or something like that. So I'm pretty deep in the class, right? We're literally, quarantine has already hit. I'm at home driving. Wow. Um, then one day I get an email that says, you know, you've been, this is uh, highly sensitive information. Um, please open as soon as possible or whatever. I open it, I think it's spam, right? I'm like, you know, I'm definitely getting spammed right now. But I open it and I have to put my UFID to log in. I was like, they're definitely trying to scam me for my UFID. I log in and I'm like, wait a minute. And I see this fat PDF that's telling me all the things that I've copied on. It's telling me all the offenses in the honor code book that I've done. And they ba they basically caught me red-handed, you know? Yeah. You know, little emojis. Yeah. You know, a professor at that, the end, like the cliffhanger when he's, you know, he's in the, the safe room. And then the detective comes in in the back and she's like, I got you. And she's got the gun out. And he's like, pero, pero que pasa, que pasa. That was me. That was me. I was like, literally, I'm caught red-handed. The whole squad is going down. I hit up my friend. I'm like, yo, you're going to receive an email very soon. Everybody evacuate. We all transferring to UCF right now. Um, but basically, Damn. I had a conversation with the, the person. And I realized my consequence was going to be that I get a zero on all those assignments that uh, we had cheated on, obviously. And then after taking those zeros, the maximum grade we could get in the class, even if we got hundreds on everything, was like down to a B. So let's say we got a 97 in the class, the highest grade we could still get was a B because of that, that I guess, consequence that they gave us. So, you know, obviously I plug in the zeros into grade book. I'm like, you know, what, what would my grade be, right? Um, turns out if I got hundreds on everything, even the final, even all the like the upcoming projects, I would have a 37 in the class. Let's go. <laughs> and it was, it was in that moment where you knew. It was, it was in that moment when I knew. Turn, my mom was making me some orange juice, fresh squish, you know, a little egg. 
And I look at my mom and I'm like, hey, you're not gonna believe it. She's like, what is it? What is it, darling, this beautiful morning? I'm like, well, basically I gotta drop this class. I might have to transfer schools. You know, basically the, I'm starting a new life. I was gonna change my name on everything. I was gonna be Ricardo Gomez. But you know what, it turns out the consequences weren't as bad as I thought, but obviously lesson learned, never doing that again. Um, I dropped the course, obviously. There was no way I was gonna pass. A 37 does not clean on my GPA. Um, and I just dropped it. And that was the end of that. I realized if you really don't have the hardware for the class, don't take the class. Part two, even if you have friends in the class, you know, don't procrastinate, don't be a clown, you know, do your work. Um, at the end of the day, most of the, the, the work that you're doing, you might think, you know, this isn't that important. Honestly, a lot of the stuff is, and even though the project itself might not be important, it's the process of figuring out how to do it that is very useful. So now I'm gonna give you the full circle. So I did have to drop this class, right? And I was very upset, you know, I was like, this sucks, whatever, it's fine. We get through it, I go to my internship, right? My internship started a couple weeks later. Um, I ended up shining at that internship because of the skills that I got at UF from not knowing how to do anything and, you know, forcing myself to figure it out. Although, you know, you have a lot of the time, especially in comp sci, I'm really speaking to my comp sci peeps right now. You're gonna be like, this class is garbage. I'm not learning anything, this is useless. The only thing that you are learning, and I'm gonna be real with you, is how to learn. They don't teach you anything in these classes other than how to learn by yourself. And I think that is the most useful piece of like, like knowledge that I've gotten from UF for my whole education is not what I've been taught, but how to learn. And that's, you know, that's my story. Well, dang, you really had us at the edge of our seats there. Thank you for coming on and, and sharing your story with us. All right, y'all. So we have a little riddle for you guys. We're two peas in a pod, always in the same place. One wants to study abroad. The other wants to work in space. It is a mystery, no doubt. Who are we? Stay tuned on our Instagram to find out. We'll be having the big reveal very soon. And with that being said, this is the end of our first Shepcast. Woo! Thank you for listening. And don't forget to tune in to our very next episode with conference just around the corner. We're going to be talking about how to seduce recruiters. Hey.